You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. We're sitting there on his couch and kissing, and all I can think of is the piece of poop in my purse. Him, you're so beautiful. The moment you smiled at me, you had me. Me. That's really sweet. (laughs) Me in my head. I have a piece of poop in my purse. Oh, my God. I've been there. And of course, Rain Bazoo is here. What's good, everybody? How y'all doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm really happy to be here. Yeah? It's been we got a great show for you guys tonight. We got Reverie coming in in a little bit, so she'll be with us in a couple minutes. Uh, Before we do that, let's get, you know, we got to pay a couple bills, you know. So iHeart, you can follow us on iHeart. We all, you, you know this. Did you know we have our own iHeart station? As in, if you go to iHeart, your iHeart app, and you type in Wake the Flock Up, You'll just get all of our shows, every single one on loop. Kind of like a Pandora, never stops. Hear my beautiful voice for as long as you want. <laughs> <laughs> we have that. iTunes, of course. SoundCloud, we love SoundCloud. Thank you, SoundCloud, for everything, for all the love and support. You know, we get I get emails every once in a while from SoundCloud. Like, yo, you had, you had the most plays today of all podcasts or whatever. We get emails every once in a while. You get a little, little encouragement email. They really do. They really, <laughs> or they go like, they go like, and then, and then a SoundCloud milestone. Yeah, SoundCloud will read, will tweet us. Hey, yo, did you have you heard "Wake the Flock Up" today? And they've done it a couple times. So. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. That, the, shout out to SoundCloud. Thank you. I hope I know SoundCloud's going through some stuff right now. I hope that everything works out for SoundCloud. We what do you mean? Well, uh, I'm not sure of the specifics, but I know that. Some some cloud SoundCloud is in danger of being sold or just kind of being dis, dismantled. I think I think, but I mean it's too big for it to be dismantled. It'll probably just be bought yeah, by somebody else. Yeah, it's just such a great avenue for independent music. For like, us, it's we we get a majority of our hits off of SoundCloud. It's just too easy. You just push play and you download and you're good. Mm-hmm. So shout out to SoundCloud for that. Facebook, of course, Instagram and Twitter at Wake the Flock of. Follow us. Go to our website, wakethefloc.net. Flock.net. You visit us. There's a big old sign behind me. You go there and you check out all our previous episodes. Uh, I like to uh, 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 rain bazoo BC. Mm-hmm. Right before. Rain, <laughs> <laughs> rain, rain bazoo BC. Before rain and AD. After AR. After rain. Yeah. <laughs> before rain. BR. Uh, so, uh, Coming up next week, actually, the reason I bring that up is we have our ex-co-host. I don't pay alimony or nothing, but she's the ex-co-host, one of our ex-previous <laughs> hosts who went on to, to do bigger and better things, and she's doing her, you know, I didn't want to stop that. Yeah. I told, I, you know, it's the same thing I tell you and I tell everyone that's involved with the show is, yo, man, if one day it happens where you don't feel, you feel you've outgrown or, or you just want to artistically move on, please, I don't want ever want to be the reason someone doesn't follow their dreams or doesn't reach their artistic potential 
So, uh, you know, Valley said, you know what, I, I'm good. I, I think I need to express myself some other way. And I was like, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, anything you need, let me know. But uh, we're still good friends. So to uh, next week, she will be sitting here with us. That's going to be awesome. We'll yeah. have several different perspectives. Yeah. And we have next, we have Shovel and Hammer. That's one of our guests. And the second guest escapes me. I sent you the flyers. I'll remember in a little bit. Are you sure it wasn't Razcast? Uh, no, not Raz. Oh, Abstract Rude. It was Abstract, Abstract Rude. Rude next week. So legendary uh, LAMC, Abstract Rude, and Shovel and Hammer will be here next week. So we got two guests for you guys special. Wake the Flock Up and the return of Valley Vicious. She'll be here. So you guys can We're get gonna to have know a party, each other. Basically. Yeah, absolutely. We'll make you guys kind of duke it out. All right. I'm excited. <laughs> She's short. I think you can take her. You got reach on her. You already know, man. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, so follow us. Uh, thank you guys for supporting the show. Tell a friend, tell your cousin, tell your neighbor about Wake the Flock Up. So as the way it works is every Tuesday we're here live, but every Wednesday, Wake the Flock Up audio, the podcast has been released, is being released, has been released, will be released every Wednesday, Wake the Flock Up Wednesdays. And of course, we got everybody from DJ Revolution to King Little G, who's been on the show, to Damrick, to Planet A. I mean, endless, 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 endless guests. Not just MCs, we also have some uh, artists. We also have some, uh, of course, the writer of the NWA movie, Straight Outta Compton, Lee Savage. So uh, you can check that out. And what I tell people is, I don't think I got enough props for that. I don't think we got enough props for it. Because what, what you people don't fucking realize is, Lee Savage, Oscar-nominated writer of the biggest movie in the last 10 years, was here the night before the Oscar nominations. He wasn't anywhere else. He wasn't on fucking any other show. He came to wake the flock up because he knew if he wanted to really talk hip hop, if he really wanted to break it down, this would be this would be the only spot where first the credibility, second the 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 audience, and then he could be taken seriously whenever he's he's speaking about that subject matter. Like there's no better crowd is gonna take that in, you know. Uh, so yes, we had the Oscar nominated writer of the biggest fucking movie in the last ten years, Lee Savage, was right here with us. So. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for all the support. Also, I am wearing a All Rise shirt. I'm going to take my jacket off so you guys can see this. Little stripper music, please. Rain says I got darker. I don't know how this is possible. <laughs> it's just an observation that I noticed. I don't know, man. Maybe you're using a different kind of soap and you need to like put some borax I in I'm it. I'm going to tell something. you something, right? I don't know how you like your men, right? But I pride myself in being like rather manly. <laughs> on all aspects like rugged I, you, I don't think you could ever say i don't think anyone could ever go like hey it's constant gay it's constant gay like you ever get that vibe from i don't think anyone <laughs> i don't think ever give except for other guys you know except for gay guys that are kind of hoping that well, I'm. well i mean there are definitely men out there that are you know they're very very stud like we had very a, masculine we did have machiste, a you know a few years back we had a name for them they were uh Metrosexuals. Well, yeah, that's like the Ryan Seacrest type, you feel me? Okay, right? well, give me, and, and, and I'm going somewhere with this, but give me like your definition of a metrosexual. A, a metrosexual is a man who pays a very special regard to his appearance that borders on feminine. Okay. Yes, as a human, right, as that has business and stuff to do, you should have some kind of Etiquette, proper. You should be somewhat presentable, right? Like brush your teeth, shower, that kind of shit, right? Don't have stains. I mean, th th there's the average, right? But these these are men that take special 
care. Some say too, too special. Like maybe get their cuticles pushed back. And- I mean, I, I feel like both men and women can go into those extremes when they're very narcissistic and at the bottom of narcissism is usually insecurity. Right. So I just feel like a, a metrosexual man, they're going to be very preoccupied with their appearance. Um, They don't just take pride in it. It's also a way to like, you know, cover up any other insecurities or feelings of like mm, worthlessness. Dig a little might deeper, have. Right? I like that. <laughs> I like. I've always wondered what what incentive, because my my brain figures okay, well a female is gonna want what a female wants just organically, like to feel protected and to know that her man can take care of a situation, right? And that uh, safe and. She, you know, girls don't want a, a soft dude, like, in my brain. Well, some girls do. Some girls... But then there's some of the soft dudes are the dudes that are getting laid more than like, anybody well, else. Well, this is the thing. Like, a woman sometimes is going to, like, be attracted to a dude that has feminine characteristics because that's something that she can relate to and something that other men sometimes don't provide. Like, I feel like when we have both genders and they're not exactly balanced, a woman's going to go for whatever she feels is missing in her life you know um so so i i feel like those like but then again there's girls that like if you like look a a good book that you guys should read is um the art of seduction because it talks about all the different male types that there are yeah and it talks about all the different female types that there are and one of them is called the dandy right and it's the dude that like like think about prince okay like just very effeminate pay special attention to their appearance but girls fall all over it like can you think about why all the girls like prince like right prince well i think i think if we're talking specifics i think it breaks down in a couple ways like your prince is an exception to the rule and i'm saying that because uh he's an artist he's an image there's there's something behind there's more than just an average dude is not that prince right I bet you Prince isn't that much Prince when he's just in his house. But maybe he's even more. He could be even more. Maybe he tones it down. But I don't think so. Because as for as 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 much as Prince dresses like Prince, he still looks like a very straight dude to me. Like in his interviews and when he talks, like he's not like you know he's not soft. He's just like yeah, man. Like yeah, that's what I do. I play a thirty-five fucking instrument. Like he'll you know he'll break it down. It's like cool. Like in, if you if you go back and you think about high school. Right. Who were the dudes that got the most chicks? It wasn't the super above football player. It was a scrawny kid. It was a skinny kid. The skinny kid, the small kid. They were always, uh, they, they will always be the ones that that got the more more girls and stuff like that. I think I, it comes down yeah. not just to appearance though. Concept like, like one of my producers, uh, his name is Drew. And he told me, he's like, it's about the gift of gab. He was like, you got to know right. how to talk to a uh, girl. Trust me. I, <laughs> if, if, if I did not, it's what I tell Baka goes like, bro, how did you date a porn star? Right? Oh, my gosh. How did you? Did, and I show him, like, be like, yeah, dude, like, you know, I've, I've had a, how did, because he looks at me, he's like, bro, you're not like the greatest looking dude on the planet. And I'm like, dude, but I can talk. You don't have to be the greatest looking. You have to have charisma. You have to have confidence. You have to show that you could put it down. And, and this is the reason why I passed with a 3.5 GPA and got my bachelor's degree without turning in homework. And the reason is that I was able to speak to my teachers. I was able to participate in class. I was able to, So all the teacher remembers is that, oh, okay, well, 
He's doing it. He's talking. He understands. So yeah. whenever the homework came, it was always like, uh, it, it, and I, I'll and give I, it to him. And, I'll, and, he, <laughs> and I get, I know I've gotten grades that homework didn't deserve, but because of the communication and, and the way that I was able to let them know that I understand the subject, yeah. they were just like, hey, dude, hey. Same hey. here. And then, the, and then I remember being in junior high and being pulled into the teacher's or the principal's office because they wanted to make like a round table for all the students. And they were like, okay, we need to get someone that's smart and that kind of, kind of speaks for the students. We want you and you and you. They put like three of us in there. So it's, even since I was small, they always like I always had this able to talk and speak kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so girls pick up on that stuff. But what I'm saying is the dude that always got the most girls in high school wasn't like the best looking dude, right? And I think because again the intimidation that a girl has at that age, right? You don't girls don't understand at that age how much power they actually have. So it was like, oh, he's too handsome or, oh, you know, he's too cute or whatever. No, it's not even that. Like, because I remember when I was in high school, like, if a dude was to hit on me and he was an athlete and he wasn't smart or he didn't know how to talk or he just, you know, was like a meathead, like, I wasn't interested in him. Like, but that's because I have different standards for what I like. Like, But initially, you would have the primal feeling of, oh, he's attractive. Right, that you don't, you can't help that. Like you could be looking through a magazine, and like if you see someone that's that your body or your mind says this would be a good mate, because that's really what it is, right? We're breaking it down. Oh, it has the features that you as a as a primate appreciate: dark hair, brown hair, whatever it is. You automatically get oh, okay. Yeah, you could have that in school all the time. But now when the person starts talking and they're an idiot, it's the same thing with girls. Like dudes. Yo, that girl's so fine, bro. Like, all right, let me. You go talk to her, and she's like, hey, hey, how? And you're like, ugh, dude, she's fucking obnoxious, bro. Like, it comes to that where it's like, initially, there it is, that incentive of like, oh, hey, you're cute. But then the minute that something goes off, and the fact that you have a personality helps out a lot in a sea of people that don't have personalities. They're just parrots repeating everything yeah. that they hear and, and all that stuff. Right? I don't know. I've always felt like I could discern between people that actually had like a cool vibe that, that knew who they were like, bet- uh, you know, and then the people that really don't, that they're focusing on their appearance because that's all there, that's all that there is. But I don't know. Like, I just feel like, you know, people that are just like not very manly, like there's a balance for them. Like, so you, how do you, how would you like your man? Do you like your man rugged and grimy? I'm going to say like mm-hmm. dirty, but, do you like your man tough, or do you like him a little closer to the to the like clean cut side? <laughs> like, do you like your man like five o'clock shadows, not shaving, or, or is it case by case? I don't know, man. Like, I'm looking back on the catalog of men that I've like dated and messed around with, and like they've all been different. <laughs> okay. Like and like the dude that I'm with right now, like super rugged, like dreadlocks, like definitely not metrosexual at all. Like he's just him. But like I've dated other guys that pay very special attention to their appearance and like very clean cut, like brand new Jordans every day. Like it's just like I don't know. For me, like the biggest thing is like if I think about like the continuities, it wasn't really so much about the looks. That was kind of a plus. For me, it was about like can you talk to me? Like, can you inspire mm, me? Okay. Like, like for me, it's like, like beyond the physical is the mental because the physical is going to wear off. And at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to be interested in like, like getting intimate with somebody that can't get me intimately here. You know, I think <clears throat> there, there has to be the balance. Like 
you if obviously you can't just have someone that you're not attracted to because it's not your fault really at the end of the day if you're not attracted to that person it's just the chemistry the chemicals it's not right but they can talk you're gonna really have to fight through that right but you also can't have someone that's like super hot but they're an idiot whether they're a girl or a guy, you just, they're hollow. You don't, you can't, you can only so take that so far. I like, wouldn't call that right? hollow. I would just call it under development because there's girls out We're there. We're adults. We don't get more developed than this. No, this, but saying. this is the thing. Like some people just like simple people and simple things. Like that's just they're easier. Simple. Not even. It's just less to maintain. <laughs> you get me? Like Maybe that's why my wife is like totally in love with me because like she, she doesn't have to worry about like the, the reason that I was saying is this. <laughs> when I because you're like I you're like oh did you get darker and I'm thinking well I have been working outdoors a lot more right and the reason that I took this job outdoors or this side job it's just completely like it's like two days a week the only reason I do it is to get out the house first of all second I've been indoors in an office for like four years you got to get some sun. Physical activity, physical work for me is like the best fucking thing in the world. And now, I don't know how I live without wireless headphones. Have you had wireless headphones? Um, you got to get wireless, not wired. Wireless headphones are the best fucking feeling in the world. Really? Oh, my God. I'm rain. Get I, Okay, so I bought a phone, and then they give you this package deal. And then, okay, you can take these wireless Beats by Dre if you want them. Just like 10 bucks more. Yeah, more I have some beats, but I would like some wireless ones. Wild, amazing. Like the freedom. It's just so much. Just running around. And it sounds <laughs> dumb, but it's the little things like that. It's just a complete freedom. You don't have to worry about it. So you're digging, you're rubbing, you're upstairs, whatever it is, and no, no wires. It just feels so good. And you're still listening. So I have been working outdoors. And uh, what I'm saying is you, a man should have some kind of like physicality to them. Right? I agree wholeheartedly. The day I had a flat tire, and, I, and I've talked about this on each one, each one. The day I had a flat tire, you know what the number one question was? What? Did you call AAA? What the fuck? Did you call AAA? Even I've did changed my own AAA? flat tires. How did you? Oh, so when AAA got there, what, what, what did you do? Or what happened? Did they charge you? And I'm like, dog, I got out and I changed my own fucking tire. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, oh I never thought about that. Like, yo, dude, like, this, this. Like, you soft. I, I, be, I believe a man should be a man, right? Like, I, I, when when I shower, it, a bar of soap. Irish Spring, homie? What? A bar? <laughs> Sest or whatever. Whatever's three ninety nine. dollars I'll get a box of eight, and I'll just fucking shower. With a bar? Not no soft, cushiony sponge, and this bath. And, like, then, you know, come on, yo. Like, I you know, I just... It's not me. And I don't I don't want to live this character, but that's just who I am because I do have a mentality of what a man should be in his brain, right? Yeah. That's the basics. And then taking care of your family, having a job, having a vehicle. Like these are all things I think are a check. You should as a man, you should check off. You should be able to check these things off. And if you're missing one of these, like reevaluate. Go back and be like, okay, well, why haven't I worked? Is it because I can't? Is it because I won't? Or you're, you're, you're softening up, bro, because you need to get your ass up early and go to, like, that kind of <laughs> shit. And people, yeah, and it's funny, but uh, someone who does a podcast, I have to sit behind a computer a lot. But there's nothing like getting dirty, like getting hurt. I, the other day, I cut my hand, and I didn't realize it until I was done. Like, getting dirty and hurt as a man, it kind of, that's why, like, free weights are way better than the machines. 
as a man because you're lifting heavy objects and you're just like grunting like <laughs> it gets it going but you know what like i can i could relate to that as a woman because like there should there's, <laughs> there's boxes females should check off oh yeah and if you don't you should you should evaluate yourself be like okay what am i missing here what tell me some of the things that you think a female should do like not kind of no have to be checked off as a female well a female. in your perspective alone you know and no i mean in my honest per- perspective a woman should always keep up with her appearance always even if you're not going to wear makeup every single day make sure your fucking face is washed you know your face is washed your toes are clean your eyebrows are done mm. like just little things like that yeah. just you know clean and then another thing, a woman definitely needs to know how to cook. Like, you mm. got to know how to take it. You know, the word wife originally derives from the word cook. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. What, what language is it? Oh, it might have been an, an English language, actually. Weef. So, weef means cook. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. So that's now you know. Yeah, that's like the original role. Like, the importance of, like, a man being a provider and a woman being able to nurture and create something out of what is provided to her creativity women are naturally creative so a woman needs to find ways to show her creativity if you don't fucking know how to cook do something else with your creativity or find a way to improve yourself because i mean honestly i know 2016 women ladies you know they they don't really know how to cook these days but i really feel like if you have the internet on your side you can turn on the internet look up a fucking simple ass recipe make a sandwich yes but a sandwich is is disposable. And what I mean by that, it's easy. Bread, mayo, meat. There's your sandwich. I get it. With cooking, a lot has to do also with the intent. Yeah. So if I'm a guy and I cook for my wife, not only is this is not only am I physically feeding her, maintaining my spouse. On the second, on the second level that people don't think about, that don't maybe don't don't realize what you've done is you told your wife, hey, I got this. I'm going to make you something. I'm going to cook because I love you, because I miss you, because I want you to know how much you mean to me. I got dinner. Like, it says a lot on, on all those things. And we take it for granted because there's fast food everywhere. So strangers are feeding you. But think about. It's not when, the same. Yeah, but think about when you go home and your mom makes some caldo. Or your mom makes this. Or your mom, you're like, yo, man. Man, I just made some cocido. You know what I'm saying? Or your mom makes your favorite plate. That feeling right there, that's what you want as a man from your wife. Like, you know, you she knows what you like. She you know she knows how you like it, and she knows that you need. All it speaks on these different uh, volumes. Levels. Yeah, and I don't think it's anything traditional at all. Like, I know a lot of women will like try to contest with my idea of the importance of just keeping up with yourself, and then also just showing your creativity because you're fucking feeding yourself too. You're not just feeding a dude. You know, maybe you got kids. You got to know how to feed your kids. You got to know how to feed yourself. Like expressing your creativity on a daily basis is important for you your development as a woman and, and i don't understand i i don't understand this concept of i'm a man so i'm not gonna do nothing around the house <laughs> i'm a man i'm not gonna cook i'm a man i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna have women do this for me dude there's nothing manlier than providing for your family cooking it and then feeding them making sure that they're fed and maintain it and 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 if they go to sleep with a belly full of food like what's manlier than that you know what i'm saying yeah, I feel you. Like, I feel like, like, whether Hello? it's a woman or a man, this Wait, is no. Kitty, by the way. Hi, Kitty. She's one of my homegirls. Concept. That's She's X. a certified massage therapist. Wave to the thousands of people. Artist. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're alive. Did, did you, you not realize? <laughs> She's like, oh, I walked. You just, you didn't see the mics? You were like, well, what are you? No, she was not prepared. Sit, sit, sit. <laughs> All right. And she's a model, so if anybody's looking for an herbal appar- uh, urban apparel model, she's your girl. She's just like got her hair. hair freshened. What what color hair is it? It is uh, weaver's hair. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get you there. I have a hairdresser in downtown Fullerton. Uh-huh. She works at Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Salon. Um, she usually does a purple kind of tints to my hair. Um, she did like a purple, pink, um, violet tits to me. Wow. wow. It's okay. Nobody's that works too. That. Purple purple violet tits. That that that's 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 cool. Hey, is that the new age? I don't know what girls are doing nowadays. Purple you know, violet we're, tits. We're doing a lot these days. Sounds like a really dope band name. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an emo group. Purple violet tits. Well, let's include her in the conversation. I mean sure. we were just talking about what you feel is important for a woman to have. Like what's on her list of standards she should have for herself. And I was just elaborating that a woman needs to keep up with her appearance. Even if you're not putting on your makeup every day, you got to keep clean, you know, like your hair needs to be washed, you know, your toes need to be okay, your hands need to be okay. That's just a simple standard to have. And then I was also expressing that a woman needs to know how to cook for herself. You know, you don't have to do something too complicated, but just you got to have at least a few little signatures. I really like if a girl's a girl, awesome, that's dope. The one thing that's completely like a done deal, like a, like a, just ruin, if you smell. If you're a girl that smells, like, like that's the one privilege of having a girlfriend is like, she doesn't stink. She doesn't she smell. Good. She showers. Like, yo, I can't imagine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, or uh, it's just like, it's crazy because girls are soft and smooth. And, but then if you go and hug and they stink, you're just like, oh. Okay, so we're talking about personal hygiene, not what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, what, but, but this should be, like, we're talking about a, a box, boxes you check off. And that should be box number one, like, personal hygiene, shower, right? That, whether you're a guy or a girl, you should shower. Like, you live in America, right? <laughs> so, tell me, tell me what the fuck's up with, with B.O. when I go to, like, Disneyland or Knott's or... I don't and get then, it. And I'm walking down, and, and you're waiting in line, and then you get this funk, and you're like, <laughs> bro, I know it's, I know, I know it's, like, two in the afternoon, I get it, but... <laughs> there's no reason why you should smell like there are antiperspirants out there several different brands what is going on with you victoria's secret victoria's <laughs> I, I just i don't i don't understand i don't get it plus how do you like how do you comfortable with yourself like how do you go drive like you stink you smell as a person you should clean you shower and shit right yeah okay but then again like you're saying then this guy that's taking too far oh, i'm gonna get pity Manicure. No, I I don't. I'm gonna get my threaded, or I'm gonna go get wax. Like, dude, I know, I get it, bro. Relax. It's it's not. You don't know where am I? Or is it just what is girl? What do girl things about that? What do you think about men being very groomed? Yeah. (laughs) No, she's like groomed. No, no, I mean overly groomed. Because there's grooming, like shaving and cut your hair, and that's that's you should. What do you think about dudes? Oh, like metrosexuals and and they wear a light foundation. Just to get the glare off their oh, face. Oh, if they're wearing foundation, they're gay. Uh, hey! <laughs> oh, I'm that, saying. I don't care what somebody's telling but you. But you know what? I've seen I've seen some of the Baisa dudes at the Indian threading spots, and, and they're getting their shit done. What's yeah, good in the head? Absolutely. Uh, so good. I'm glad you girls kind of gave us an idea of uh, 
what you think, especially you, you bringing up like, like your current man is like a little groggy and all but that see, stuff. But see, that's that's basic shit though. Like what I really feel like a woman really needs to have at all times. Like this is your definite. You need to have this. Is she needs to have a constant set of goals and a plan and a means to achieve them. Right. If you don't have any direction as a naturally creative being with abundant female energy, you're going to be off balance and then you're going to get into unhealthy relationships with the opposite sex or with anybody. Like, I just feel like we're the, we're very, we're meant to be strong and we're meant to be driven and we, and we have to channel that in effective ways that serve us and serve our world. Otherwise we're going to waste away and we're going to turn into sacrificial females like the women of our yesteryears, you know? Mm, yeah. No, I'm with We you. have plenty, we have plenty of martyrdom happening with our sex already. Like, I just feel like for me, at least like you got to be an assertive woman. You got to have your goals. You got to, you got to do something that's purely yours. Like, I know this sounds crazy. Like, I'm a mom. My daughter's seven. But I would not drop music for her. I would not. For your daughter? I wouldn't. What does that mean, though? What do you mean not drop music? Like, for me, that's me. Like, like you have to have something for yourself. Like, something to hold on to that nourishes you. Because how else can you nourish anyone if you can't nourish yourself? Like, I feel like what I do with music is divine. Like, it's channeling through me. How can I possibly be a parent to a child or a teacher or inspiration to anybody else if I'm not looking inside for my own inspiration that's going to feed me? It, it, I think it comes down to, like, if you don't, if you're not okay with you, if you don't love yourself, mm -hmm. how can you possibly love somebody else entirely, right? Yeah. And with kids, it's a little different because you you love them, like, organically, just by, by nature. Whether you want to or not, you love them. Now, you can't mentally and physically remove yourself from them and then little by little that love will kind of deteriorate whether you want to or not right mm -hmm. that's why like absentee fathers absentee moms like that's why they don't call because they've been away so far so long that they just don't want to real that's too too material like mm -hmm. oh i have a kid oh no. uh that's why you don't hear from them that's too real of a situation because they know if they go back you know what i'm saying organically but you do need to be okay with yourself is what i tell my wife like if i didn't do what i do you wouldn't love me because it wouldn't be it's, me. Yeah, because right? you're taking responsibility for your own happiness. And I think too often, like, finally we're getting out of the dark ages of girls and fairy tales and needing people to to fulfill their happiness, somebody to rescue them. I'm with that. But why are every, why is every cartoon uh, princess parents dead? You guys ever noticed that? Serious shit. Think about it. They're <laughs> always, they're always orphans. They're always orphans. Their parents always die. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reverie's here. Uh, we're gonna play a come video. In, in. We're gonna play a video by Reverie. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll give her an introduction. We're gonna play a video by Reverie, and 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 uh, I didn't ask Rev, but what I got is her latest video that I can find on YouTube. We got we gonna come. We got that playing, and then I'm gonna play my personal favorite video song of Reverie of all times. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna get the cue from the guys whenever the video's ready. And then we're going to go ahead and introduce Reverie after that. So, uh, but no, but yes, but listen, I'm going to sound like a conspiracy nut, but pay attention to this. It's, you, you're laughing at me, but it's true. I'm ready. Never noticed that. Notice it. <laughs> Notice, because it's important to think about this. Why are the parents dead? Like, uh, uh, Frozen? 
parents died. Uh, I mean, name them. Name them. You could, except for those two, I guess. But those are still absent. But wait, wait, wait. Jasmine didn't have a mom. And Aladdin was an orphan on the street. What are you talking about? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. The main characters. No, no, but she Nemo's mom died right at the beginning of the fucking movie. Like, there's always a death of the parents. Well, what is Disney trying to set up with absent parenting? Is it trying to set up a, a story of, um, you know, uh, what's, a, what's it called? Self-realization through individual means? I don't know. Maybe it's like, a, oh, we're your parents. Disney's your parents. We're, you come to us. Like, this is, think about Disney, right? So with Disney, especially if you look at the Disney um, shows, the physical, the, the, like the real life shows. They, they look at they look at kids that are able to do more than one thing, so they can kind of bank on them for as long as possible. So like, uh, oh, she can act, but she can sing. So we'll have her act for a couple of years, then she'll go on tour, and then she'll really, she's they're banking on these kids all the way up. So Disney is an organization. It's a uh, the Mickey Mouse Club, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears. Like these are fucking huge stars that developed, and Disney saw it early. Right. So what maybe Disney is kind of conforming kids into thinking like this is where you come home to yeah but that's why disneyland is such a big deal and but 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 here's the thing there are some concepts that i actually like that disney has like i really do like them like yeah self-reliance and believing in your dreams and following them through the law of attraction all of that comes to play in some of these themes like some of them like from the older topics are a little bit detrimental and sexist but for the most part the fundamental like goals that Disney's trying to achieve and what they're trying to instill in kids is to create a self-reliant, assertive individual that goes for what they really want. Would you agree? Yes. I don't know. I mean, but you, you make a good point. When we don't have any parents around in a theme, it forces us to look at the kid or the coming-of-age situation more closely without the influence of anything else. But it, and that gives, you know, the organization the opportunity to create the influences and to create the themes that they want to create without those outside forces. And that doesn't really come into play in real life because we do have parents. We do have right. communities. So that self-reliant theme is going to be juxtaposed with all of these other themes or all of these other traditions, like say, for example, we're Latinos and we're like, we're very tight knit communities. Sometimes that idea of self-reliance and independent ideology isn't going to work very well with like your family members that are expecting you to be close, tight knit, to yeah. stick to their traditions. Uncles and aunts that are like parents, side parents always, all the time, especially in a Hispanic family. Right? Brothers. So the beautiful thing is we got Reverie. Reverie's here and Loudon. Loudon is here as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a video. I think this is a, your most recent video, Rev. And we're going to play your my favorite song of Reverie's later on the show. So stick around for that. So Wake the Flock of Donnet, Rain Bazoo, and... Kitty. Ki Kitty, wow. Kitty with the <laughs> purple and red... Uh, tits, brutes. What, was it? <laughs> what did we say? What was it? Tint, no, Jesus she Christ. said, "Yeah, it was tits, right?" She said, "Oh, your uh, was like, what the fuck are you talking? About? You, you, you'll get we'll, it. We'll get it later." <laughs> so, wake the flock of Donnet. Go ahead and play uh, Reverie's latest video for us, please. <laughs>
If you ain't about standing up for what you believe in and for what you witness, uh, that's how we live, yeah. That's why I got so much to give, uh. I got emotions, I got lies, I got traumatic stories. Everybody gather around because you're gonna hear them from me. Forgot to apply my sunblock, but it don't really matter because I'm not gonna walk. I'm gonna kick it in this spot and just admire from underneath the shades. Guys, you guys, and it, it'll be in my heart forever. You came out for the Lee Savage interview. Oh yeah, the writer of the NWA movie. Yeah, thank you out. for coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh, yeah thanks for having. That me. to me that meant a cool. lot. Uh, cool. The we got a ridiculous response from the way that I edited the episode. Nice. So you saw it live, but yeah. if, if you download the episode now, go to wakeflop.net and you download the episode. Uh-huh. I added um, audio from the documentary that he's referencing. Throughout oh, cool. the episode, Dope. so you can hear the actual audio, and yeah. uh, we could touch base. We could talk about it a little bit. So w- what he said was that <clears throat> he was there to promote the uh, Straight Outta Compton movie that he had written, and 
again, this was the night before the Oscar nominations, and he came to Wake the Flock of Dynamics to talk about it. So not E! Entertainment or nothing. So an Oscar-nominated writer came down to talk to us because he got a really crappy interview before me. And I talked about this before. Wake the flock up. Wake Woo! the flock up. He got a, that. I, I, Concept's basically saying, I'm a fucking boss. Boss. <laughs> Killing <laughs> it. Killing Capital it. B with two S's and the I'm S's happy. are dollar signs. I'm happy hey. for you, man. Hell yeah. yes. Tell me, tell me the rest. When so, he told me that, bad. I was like, he, fuck I'm excited, mother <laughs> and, and here's the thing. That podcast that he was <laughs> on is like uh-huh. the most downloaded show in the internet. So it's a huge podcast. Uh-huh. But they're not hip hop. They, they couldn't give a shit. Oh, so what they he, didn't know what he was talking about. He, they didn't or, care. Or like they, how big this was, how important how it was. How important it was to is, an entire yeah. culture, right? Yeah, yeah. So they were All laughing the and playing jokes on him and, oh. and he's like, well, oh, wow. let me tell you, well, this is what happened. And he's like, oh, yeah. Da, da. So they made this whole thing. So then I, I, I hit his people up. I'm like, yo, if you really want a platform for him to talk about this, yeah. this is where you need to come. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, we'll work it out. Send us your EPK, basically. Yeah. So I send them a thing, and they're like, oh, this is really good. When can we make it happen? And I'm like, well, yeah. and we rush it through. And he came. And basically, he was there to promote the movie. But me, being a hip-hop fan, I wanted to know about Pac, and I wanted to know about Biggie, because I yep. knew that research really developed. And basically, what he said is, and then people were like, oh, you can't repeat that because you don't know if it's true. This is a person that has no stake either way. He's just reporting the truth, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what he said is that Puffy, yeah, Puffy paid someone a certain amount of money to have Tupac killed in retaliation for um, the whole beef that was going on. So basically he had these guys, these LA gang members, they paid, Puffy paid these people to have Pac killed. Having heard that, Suge sent his uh, ex-wife while he was in jail and told her to hire this certain shooter to kill Biggie because of the Tupac shooting. So this is like, well, why isn't Puffy in jail? And why isn't this? He's like, the guy said, well, basically think about it like this. You can't take a gang member's statement and put it against a person that has millions of dollars, like Puffy. Yeah, that's true. So that's basically why it didn't break down. So to me, having heard that and getting like, pretty much confirmation on, on these two killings to me was super important, you know? So I invited everyone out and then you two guys came out. Yeah, and it, it was a really great show. Yeah, thank you. You did yeah, good. It yeah. was cool. You guys I was good. nervous as shit. Yeah, you didn't seem nervous. <laughs> no, <laughs> you could cut yeah. the tension with a knife, man. I think I, I, think I grind them too hard sometimes when I was listening. He's like... <laughs> no, and I was asking him questions that I knew he wasn't very comfortable with. Like when I confronted him about, you know, manager dude, I was like, well, how do you think he feels right now? Because there's a lot of allegations. He's trying to sue. Well, think about it. He's not used to ants to like, you know, he's, oh, hey, hey, yeah. She like, ask Kissery a lot because uh, the other shows he goes, he's going to promote a we movie. We got super it's real friendly. with him. So, but when you get real and you <laughs> ask someone some real questions, like you start sweating a little bit. You know, you start grinding. Yeah, man, I felt it. I was trying to be real nice about it, but I was just like, we we got to answer these questions. Let me let me ask you this, Rev. How are you? How do you deal with interviews? Like, is it something that needs to get done? You understand it and 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 you do it, or is it something you look forward to? I mean, not my show. Obviously, you're looking forward to it all month. You know, you're nervous and gigantic. I understand, but I mean, like other <laughs> other other interviews. Is it like, oh, I really don't want to do this? Like, how how does that work for you? Um, I guess it's always different, like, every time I, I go in with a different attitude. But for the most part, like, it's cool. Like, um, I haven't had, like, too many, like, rude interviews, you know, or, like, things, like, sessions where shit got awkward, you know. Like, if if, if something's going a direction that I don't want to take it to, 
I just change the direction, you know, and, and that usually works pretty well. Yeah, it's you important know? to be able to control the vibe. Yeah, but I definitely do like doing interviews. And I love doing interviews with you, too. Yeah, your thank interviews you, are always you. fun. Appreciate it. Yeah, this is our first one together. I'm sure it's going to be great, too. It's going yeah. well. <laughs> but, yeah, your, your show's dope. I like a. Uh, thank like you. I, I put a lot of hard work into it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, I'm just glad it's been so well received. Better than I could have ever thought it had been. But uh, the, the, only, and the only thing I give credit to is because I'm fans of the people I have on. Like yeah. I watch other interviews and like that person's not a fan of the person oh who's God. interviewing. You That I, is the worst <laughs> thing ever. That yeah. is and I think it's really disrespectful too like to even like have, like why are you going to even interview somebody if you don't even know who they are? Like I don't know. I guess I guess I guess it wouldn't always be disrespectful because it could be a good thing, but most of the times when the person doesn't know who you are, right. they don't give a fuck and they're going to be rude to you and they're going to be like you know, like whether I'm big or small on fucking Facebook, you should still treat somebody like politely, you know, and like a lot of people are just like, oh, I never heard you. You get, you get two types yeah. of interviewers. Right? Yeah. You get the person that wants to be you. Yeah. So they'll fuck you. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, 5,000 likes on Facebook. Okay. I guess that's something. How do you deal with that? You get that kind of, you might not get that, but you get that attitude, that, 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 that thing like, oh, okay. All right. Or yes, the know. person that's really nice, but has no fucking idea who you are, like at all. Mm. Oh, hey, Rob, uh, Rev, um, Hey, that's how are you happened. doing? Yeah. Right. With the, my name. Yeah. So you're, a, how could that even happen? <laughs> you know, ask I don't get it. Reverie is a fucking word. Okay, There's no say, other spelling. Let, for let's it. say they get past the name. Let's say they get past the name. You know what happens next? Like, oh, you're Reverie. you're a rapist. You're a, a rapist. rapist. You uh, like gifts? I'm a rapper, MC. Oh, oh, you're a girl that rap. Oh, oh. A, a, a chola rapper. You're the chola <laughs> rapper, right? So do you rap in Spanish? You know it. Or, uh, <laughs> how's that work? They're like you rap in Boy, Mexican. Be that. <laughs> One time, this guy asked me in an interview, "Do you rap in Mexican?" No. Wow. What, <laughs> what did you say? What? Who? I said. Uh, do you I mean, mean Spanish? Yeah. I would have been like, Spanish, I rap in Spanish, right? yes. But so he like, was like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I was like, yeah. nah. I'll watch other interviews to like see how they do it. Maybe no, they're doing something different or something's up, right? And I, was, and, I was, and I watched this Tarantino interview, the Quentin Tarantino, right? Uh -huh. And the guy was not a fan. Oh. So the way he, first of all, was like, you have a lot of violence in your movies. A lot of gore. Oh, my God. Okay. Do you think that's appropriate nowadays? Oh, sweet. Ta and Tarantino's like, dude, first of all, stop talking. <laughs> Second of all, this is, a, this is a commercial for my movie. It's nothing else. Yeah. If you're not going to ask me any like he was like, yo, no, 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 I've been doing this way too long, dude. Like, I know exactly what you're going. And yeah. he already knew he wasn't a fan of him, you know? Or the one thing as an interviewer, me, that really pisses me off is when they have stuff written down. Really? What, well, are, you, what, are, you, what are you reading? What, what, how could you possibly know? I think that's cool. That means they're doing research. Yeah. That no. It's right here, bro. You should know your research before you step foot. I'm this I, person. I, I, have I, I can't chime in because yeah, I'm like a last, I'm a last minute person, <laughs> okay, and like right. have a bad memory, like and you I know, get so it, nervous. Yeah, like, I always I can't remember everything. No, I, yeah, I have to write stuff down. But you're the interviewee. It's different. But, mm. but even like the way I approach like my my daily life, like I, I have I have like everything in my schedule like written out, yeah. and planned out, like Same or else songs, I forget. Too. Like I have like a, a a whiteboard with all the shit I need to do, like Exhibit written down. A, okay. No, no, no. Oh yeah, see, I have like ten of those in my phone, ten notes on my iPhone. Don't, don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is this: 
because I'm a fan, these are questions I've wanted to ask this person for a long time. Um, and I'm finally going to get to ask them these fucking questions, right? Yeah. So if I have Rocka from Dilated People, going to be like, yo, what happened with this? And Rocka. I went back in there, what happened with that? That'll come, and that's exactly what happened. Like this, I didn't have anything written down. I was like, I've been wanting to ask you because I'm a fan. I, I know you already. I know your catalog. I know what you've done. I've followed your career. This is what yeah. happens. And I, I don't get to. I don't know every single artist that comes on here personally, but I do a little research. I've gone through this. I go yeah. through that. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. As long as you do a little bit of something. <laughs> if you don't know who they least, are, you know, like, I believe when people just ask like. The most obvious questions, like they like, Where they're like, from? oh, so so, what do you do? <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Wow. Blah, blah blah blah. I'm a rapper. I'm from LA. Oh, yeah. cool. So, what are your plans for the future? I'm like, those are the most general. It sounds questions. like a job interview. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh like, no, for a high schooler. I was just, gonna, I was just, <laughs> right? gonna, I was just gonna ask you. What it your sounds plans like the spiel that you give people when you meet them after high school. So. <laughs> What have you been up to? Right? Oh, just work, school. See, this is, exactly. Exactly. This is that, that dentist chair talk. Like when you're sitting oh waiting for the God. dentist in the waiting room and you it, oh, uh so uh, how you are you you know, like you they don't wanna talk to you. Anyone yeah. that asks you like, Oh, so what do you do? Tell us about yourself. Like, really? Yeah. You booked me, I'm here, we promoted it, and you have no idea who I am. Like, And even if they do know and they're just doing it for the audience, there's ways to break it down, to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. But the reason that I ask is because uh, I think we've gotten really bad cred as like hip-hop media because everything we've done in hip-hop is immediate. It's promotional. Vlad will sit down with you and you'll have a quick 15-minute interview and he's going to ask you the softest questions he can ask you just to get your his numbers up because you're there. Like, that's what happens. Or, hey, Reverie's here promoting the CD. Hey, uh, uh, Persian Roulette. Hey, awesome. Great show. Okay, thanks, Rev. Appreciate it. Coming up next. We got... Yo, I don't know Reverie better than when Reverie left than when you came in. You know what I mean? You need a... I think we get bad cred. Why? Why? I don't understand. Hip-hop like... media. I'm trying to understand, too, what... Hip hop media. I think we get a bad like reputation. Like who says you have a bad reputation? Artists. Like they, I think. Ooh, I think. Ooh, I never heard anybody talk shit about you. you yeah, no, not me in particular. I'm awesome. No, or your I, show. I like I about your show. I, never I think I know what he's either, talking right? about. No, because yeah. my show's awesome. No, so everybody else is so suck. I, I it is it. awesome. No, I, I never heard anybody talk. I swear, I never heard anybody like <laughs> throw shots on your name. But what he's trying to say is that we have a lot of mediums where artists are not allowed to go in depth. Where you get that after high school. You know, after high school spiel, where you get that dentist talk, yeah. where you don't really, it, it, it can't just be about shameless self promotion on both parts. It's yeah. gotta be something <laughs> of yourself that you have to yeah. give. And that's what we're striving to do here. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we wanna look at you and we wanna get to know you a little better yeah. than your Instagram posts and whatever yeah, you're yeah. already putting up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what part of yourself are you willing to give us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not just gonna help us, it's gonna help you, yeah. you know? I've been interviewed, like me. That yeah. have me on and they'll go like hey tell us about your show i'm like well you know we do an hour and a half interviews and an hour and a half an hour and a half how do you sit with someone for an hour i'm gonna do it it's so much you fun. know how fast it, it flies by <laughs> yeah. because that person does 15 minute interviews quick in and out and they have four other people waiting yeah i don't get to know the artist any better than i did before you know what i'm saying i think if there's more to hip-hop interviews that should be done Right? I agree. I agree. Right, but I think I, interviews in general, like there's very few people yeah. that are really good at interviewing people. Like, there's, I mean, in my opinion, there's there, as an interviewer, I'll, my goal is to kind of get you to relax first of all. Like, I'm not here to fuck with you, right? I'm not <laughs> here to trick you. I'm not here to do you any harm. 
Second, I want you to tell me about yourself. Like, what are you, what are you about? Like, what's behind the music? What's behind Rev? What's behind Loudon? What makes him tick? What? And I think that's going to make for a more memorable interview than me just asking the same questions. Where'd you get your name from? Everyone asks you that. Well, I actually have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that recently, and I thought it was really cute. You posted um, ideas for a song about oh, yeah. the first time that you ever fell in love. Like, No, no, it wasn't about the first time. It was just about... Just the feeling of yeah, falling yeah. in love. Like, the feeling of... The, the, the general, first like, feeling of falling in love. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I, I really liked it how you, like, asked for input from your supporters. Mm -hmm. I also noticed that you really started to indulge in the it goes down in the DM mentality where you decided to answer all of your... You know, and I feel yeah, like that's yeah. something real, like... Like human and healthy. I just want to. I was really curious about how the de development of that song went, and did you guys work on that together? Which no, song? I'm actually working on that with uh, Ida from Pocos Pero Locos. Mm -hmm. oh, um, yeah. We we had a couple sessions together. Actually, today I finished that song. Oh, nice! And I actually did utilize a few of the ideas that people listed in that post that you're talking about on Instagram, and uh, it was it's cool. I I sometimes ask my friends for like for like ideas and stuff or like I'll get an idea from somebody I, I encounter but I and I have actually asked people for ideas like that before on my Instagram but I haven't done it for a while so it was cool got a good response and and, and I got a few like dope things to put in the song and like I don't know I've, I've always like interacted with my fans like a lot though like like from the start like and it's something I plan on like continuing to do you know I've I've incorporated in, it into my career and like I'm gonna maintain that yeah yep. that i mean i like that because it, it makes you realize just how much you need to speak for the people that are listening and but i also remember you saying that you know like the way you make your art you make your art like like nobody's gonna listen to it like yeah where do you find a balance between channeling stories for other people and doing something that's purely for yourself um you said how do i find the balance yeah how do you like how do you Shit. negotiate between those two messages a message that's purely for you something very intimate and then something that's for other people um well i guess that would be like it would depend on the kind of song that i'm trying to write for example if i'm trying to write like a song that is going to get like a lot of plays like a hit they call it i hate that fucking word but i'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> trying to write a hit you know like the the words have to be simple but obviously i still want to make it dope i'm not going to put out some stupid shit you know like but like you kind of have to like you know use less complicated words and talk about things in general and and not be so like intricate with the flow or the words or the topics like i guess i'm just pre repeating the same thing but basically the song has to be just a little bit more simple than i like to do you know and, and that's what and i do on, and on how you release it too the release too is a what big do you mean deal. like you could release a video with it or you can just if you're not really trying to do that big of a release you could just release it as a free download why would you do one and not the other um maybe you're just not looking for the exposure at the time or you're just not trying to expand or if it's like a big. really old song and yeah. you're barely putting out a video like two yeah. years oh, later like you don't want to yeah. like waste yeah. so much energy promoting it yeah. when it's probably not going to get that many plays because it's old first of all I know, you know when like I when flow, I when I like flow. a song, the first no, thing not I the do flow, just is a song like people heard it already. Like it's it's old. Like you can't. Uh, the first thing I do is go see the video. Like yeah. I want to see the video of this yeah. track, and I'll look it up. And if it's not there, I get kind of disappointed. Yeah. But I'm a fan, you know, so yeah. I'm there. But there's also songs that you you write on purpose that you're saying, okay, this is not for like the in depth audience. This is more for like a broader audience, for like the public more. 
Is that is that what you're saying? The the stuff that I just described would be like to hit the broader audience. Yeah, yeah you that make it more relatable. About, yeah, that I would think about um, how other people are going to hear it. That's like what you're talking about. Yeah. And then like, I guess the songs that are like more personal and intricate are the ones that I just write more for myself. But obviously I need to make it sound good if it's going to be released. But when I initially write it, like I just write it, like I just write it. And then it's like a, like a, like a draft, you know? And then I'll just rewrite or just change a little bit or scrap Are you still it. physically writing with pen and pad and stuff? Yeah, I use notebooks, yeah. <laughs> I, I rewrite on the computer sometimes. And once in a while, I'll write a song on the computer. But I like the feeling of the writing. Of it's ink. just, like, yeah, it's more therapeutic and it's it's just more artsy. Like, I love to write. Like, I love writing. Yeah. So it's, like, fun. Are so. you, do you do you use a pencil or a pen? I use a ballpoint pen. You use a ballpoint. Do you have a certain brand? That the you gel kind. No, no, not the gel kind. 99 the ball, the one that are, the, no, like the, 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 the no, not yeah, yeah, the Bix, the Bix. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I, I, I still do paper and pencil. It has to be a pencil. Like if it's not a pencil, yeah, I can't write. And then, you know, I, I mean, I've done it with pen. It just doesn't feel as organic. Yeah, yeah. And it's a certain type of pencil at this point. Like there's, there's these black pencils, and they're called Tekikonga or something. And they're like the best pencil in the world. And like, cause like the wood is better quality wood, it's better quality lead. Oh, right. And I'll just, you know, it, it's pencil. It feels more organic, feels more real. Yeah. But then I've have written on my phone. Like, yeah. I'll speak into it now, cause it's that easy now. You just be like, oh, you remember a line and you spit it into your oh, phone. Oh shit, you could do that. Uh. I'm like, wait a minute. It'll change, <laughs> Rev. When you're driving down the street, and you're like, oh, oh shit. Boom. I got the next one. I got You won't forget it. You're not in a rush to look for it. You just put yeah. it in your phone, and then it saves it, and then. Before you know it, you got a vert, you got a whole sixteen to. Yeah, you know what? I actually typed out typed out the lyrics to one of my songs like a couple days ago, and I used the the thing on your phone that yeah. writes the words for you. Yeah. For the first time, I was like, "Oh my god, it's so fast!" I should just like type out all, um, speak out all my lyrics now. Yeah. Like, put everything up. You know, now it's easy. Now I don't have. An and if you go like. a step further, you can download this thing that will I'll repeat it to you in audio. So you could just push play and then repeat what you just said. So now you're yeah. like, oh, okay. And then you, you know, oh, you spend, and then you, you kind of go down the line. Like yeah. That, but you know, know what? At the same time, I feel like speaking and speaking into something like what we're doing right now, it's a completely different medium than yeah, yeah. writing and taking the time to yeah. articulate and to change. It's like if you're having a dream, like a really fucking good dream. Yeah. And you're thinking about it when you wake up and then you start writing it down. Yeah. It's so different I, when I you write start it down doing than that. when you tell it to somebody. Yeah. Because the way that you're interpreting <laughs> symbols and the symbols are the words, Rev. it just translates differently. <laughs> yeah. Rain, yeah. next time you're telling someone your dream, pay attention to what you're saying. Cause because it'll go like this. Oh, okay. So I was there, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a stu- it'll be the stupidest <laughs> fucking sentence ever made. And you were there. But you didn't know that you were you, right? <laughs> okay. And my mom was there, right? But she couldn't, like, see me. But she, but she didn't know that I knew that she couldn't see me, right? Oh, my God. So I'm running, right? I'm running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you just start seeing, like. And I can't run. I'm running in place. And someone's stuck, chasing yeah. me, and I'm stuck like quicksand. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm sinking, but I'm not. You know, I'm sinking and I'm like halfway up to my, but then like I jump and I'm flying, you know what I'm saying? And then when I get there, when I get there, right, no one's there. See? And I'll and you'll be like, what the fuck it are you talking about? so stupid, right? <laughs> but when you write it. 
then it gives you some time to like find a more creative way to articulate it and yeah. you just like really really <laughs> do it up you feel yeah, me like yeah. you find these new adverbs and adjectives and yeah. verbs that are just like my dream is like dope it was hot you know? yeah, it was hot yeah. and i'm sweating yeah. but then it was like cold you know what i'm saying <laughs> and then i woke up and i'm like <laughs> but I wasn't. But then I did. But I wasn't there. I wasn't. But you were. You were there. But you why are you, you sounding were. like you didn't pass your GED? <laughs> uh. <laughs> but that's how dreams break down. That's how yeah, dreams. And then, true. did you guys notice that? Like, okay, most people go to sleep with your head facing the same way every night, right? Try facing your head the other way. Oh man, you so get different dreams. You get you get different dreams. Oh, I sleep different every night. You do on purpose. N Oh, you just wake up all fucking... Like, no, I, I move. Yeah, I move, yeah, like, okay. like three or four times in the night. Like, I fall asleep, like... Oh, yeah, for this. sure. Then I wake up, and I'll sleep, like, on my mat. My daughter way, now... Then we'll, on my stomach. We'll lay her down oh, with yeah. us, and we'll, uh, we'll all and lay I, like this. On the floor. We'll switch places. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go in this direction. We'll be on the futon one day, on the, no, right, the you next. You're yeah. upside down. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. I don't know. Well, we sleep with the baby now, and we have our pattern of sleeping, so we all sleep like this. But then she'll do this shit... <laughs> she'll she'll go vertical and then she'll kick horizontal and then we'll just have to move her. Do you ever do you ever end up with feet on your face in the morning? All the time, and then I get kicked in the ribs. I'm like, oh, oh, and she's you know you can't backhand a baby. You you cuddle with your man at night, right? Um, I don't talk about my relationships. Oh, oh, yeah. my, my my bad, my bad. It's okay. <laughs> but are you a cuddler? Uh, yes. <laughs> but is is the cuddle yeah. different every time? Does it ever feel like it's like annoying? Like, do you spoon you? him? <laughs> <laughs> Are you ever the, li the big Are spoon? Are you the big spoon or the little spoon? <laughs> I'll do anything. Okay, that's <laughs> if I'm in love. Oh, I like that. I like oh, that, man. Let me, I really wanted to ask you guys because you fuckers can't sit still for like two minutes. Like we are always on tour, like all the time. And I'm, I know. I'm first jealous because I've told you, like I'll, I'll be your roadie. I'm like Rev. You're on tour. Yeah, I'm going to even Spain, and then we're doing. I'm like, okay. Hey, you need a, you need a roadie, cause I'm right here. And she goes. And then remember that one time you're like, um, if you take a different van, we'll talk. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Okay, that's fucked up. Hey, a lot of people would love to do that. All right, I got hella people asking me that. Just shit. all right, but take a different Let's car. Just I don't want to see what you ask. Um. What it's is like hard because when we're in the car, that shit is squish. Like oh, there's yeah. no room for anybody. Yeah, and I'm not like the like smallest myself. dude in the world, you know. So it's like, so uncomfortable. I bet it Ooh. is. It's fucking. It's yeah, crazy. but then you have like ends who's like two feet tall, so he's like you can fit him. Ends, what? Like, when did he shrink? Ends <laughs> well, is tiny. It's but tiny. you've been going overseas, you know, and I love the images. My favorite one was the one where you were talking about how the statue came to life on you, real quick. In Barcelona, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you could just see the surprise look yeah, on your face. No, it was actually a joke. It wasn't. I wasn't. I knew it was like a. a <laughs> I knew well, it maybe was a it was person, one of those dudes from Vegas. Like, you know, the ones that stand really still the whole time. Yeah, you know why? Because because uh, I was doing it. I was like posing next to the statue, and then like the statue starts like moving. Oh, like no. obviously, I knew it was a person, <laughs> but like you yeah. know, like the, the, I'm pretending it's a statue. Starts moving, but like they're doing like these weird motions around my face, like make like really weird, like not like a statue, like just standing there, you know. Like usually those things just stand still, yeah. you know. <laughs> they start going start like this, like all around my head, and I was like, oh my god, I was kind of getting freaked out. And I'm hot acid, so I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was faded as fuck, like, and, and I was just like, oh my god, like I was, I guess I was kind of overwhelmed, and it looked so cool, and the motions were like, like all like all like crazy. Like, I was yeah. like, oh my god, and, and, and so I really was. That's why I was making that face. Like, yeah. oh my god. 
<laughs> and I just thought it would be a and funnier catch. Get serious to too. Like they'll do like some poses and they'll just stand there forever. I'm like, yo, how do you fucking manage? Yeah. Perfectly still. Yeah. Like, some nice calves. <laughs> no, for, Calf. what, what, what I was gonna ask you guys, both of you, because I I want to know the different perspectives. Is, um, what's the best thing about going on tour all the time? Being busy. What's the best part of that? The best part if I had to pick one thing. Yeah, let's say like, okay, uh, it's just it's kind of cool. It's a weird list. no, it's kind of soft. But, but I just wonder what's the what's the best what what do you look forward to the most when you know you're going on tour? What's your favorite part of going on tour? Uh, I can't I can't pick a favorite thing honestly, but I guess it would be like a combination of. There's too much dope shit. Yeah, it's just such a dope experience as a whole. Yeah. Like 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 uh, <laughs> getting to travel. Getting to see somewhere new that I would have never seen if I wouldn't be making music, performing like like my favorite thing like to this day about my music is performing you know and uh and it's still like that I, I still love to perform and so so experiencing like a crowd in a different city and especially different continent is like a really dope feeling you know like and it's different it's just as dope here in my, my hometown in los angeles you know but it's different experiencing those different crowds and the different cultures and the different language and the different food and the different fashion it's really yep. dope it's really like a mind-opening thing and i hope everybody like does it you know everyone every one of us is capable of doing it and i just encourage everyone to please go out there like the tickets are like eleven hundred dollars for a round trip like before i went i thought they were like three thousand bucks you know but that's not really that bad if you think about it, you know, save up per and year. Now, now you can get a combo flight. and hotel room. Yeah, and yeah like up. it's worth even it. It's it worth even it. not it's even really... hotels to stay in hostels, like yeah. cheap. Like. I've seen the movie, dog. Yeah. I'm not down with that shit. They actually even have Airbnb out there now. Yeah, yeah. they do. All yeah. over. It's international now. Yeah. So. What are you got allowed? Do you think you have a favorite part of, of going nah. on tour? Okay, nah. now let me ask, what's That's your least favorite part about going on tour? Like, what are you just like, ugh. I can also go on a tangent about that. Well, because I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, honestly, this is the truth. Let's hear the pet peeves. This is the truth. When I hear, oh, Reb's going on tour, or this person's going on I'm like, yo, good for them. Like, first, first, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Rick's Rumble's going to Germany. Like, yo, I called him. Like, bro, congrats. It's super dope. Hell yeah. But then I always see you. You guys always leave. And I'm thinking... Well, there's got to be like a negative. Maybe not a negative, but a part that you're just like, ugh. Well, you must get homesick. Yeah, what, I get What would you say is your sometimes. least favorite part about leaving on tour all the time? Well, I guess it would be the 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 health side effects that we deal with, you know? Like, people don't realize, like, they think we're just having fun partying every night. Like, and we do have fun and, and party, you know, not every night, but we party a little bit, you know? And But at the same time, like, we're fucking traveling by car or by plane or by train, like, constantly. Like, basically, like, when I go to Europe, like, it's, like, a 14-hour flight from here to there. And then when I get into into Europe, into we fly into London always. And then we t- take another flight a couple hours later to whatever country we're performing in first. And then when we land in that country, first of all, we've been traveling for, like, a whole day now, you know? And then when we land in that country, it's, like, daytime and the the, the, to- the time over there is nine hours ahead so you're jet lagged and then right when they pick you up from the airport you have to go straight to the fucking sound check 
So there's just no, no rest. It's all like airport food the whole time and yeah. like fast food. Yeah, so yeah. So you get you yeah. get some fast food and you go to the venue. Then you do a sound check. Then you go to your room and then you fucking sleep for thirty minutes and you take a shower and then you get ready to do the show and you get to the show and you drink a beer and then it's already time to play and you've only had one beer and you're so stressed out and tired and freaking out. So you you're take in Europe. a few shots. Yeah. So then yeah, then you take a few shots. And then you overdo it. Yeah, you throw up in the back. <laughs> and then you start crying too. Like yeah, I hear you. Then you, you gotta rock your drunk girl you know? spiral. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do all that, but but I definitely nah. will have a drink to like relax. You know, like I get nervous. Like I, I'm not, I'm like not a good, Still. I'm not good in, around like a lot of people and stuff. Like I'm more, I'm better like in an intimate setting like this. You know, but yeah. So then you do the show. Then after the, sh- then by the time the show's over, it's like twelve. Then you have to take pictures with everybody and, and sign sign shit. Then it's one. Then you have to eat because you're starving again. Then it's one. Thir- then it's one forty-five. Then you get home to your room at two fifteen. Then you stay up for an hour because you need to go on social media and you're like, your schedule's all off and you can't sleep. It's the middle of the day your here. Then, pumping, like, yes, yeah, your adrenaline is pumping. You're in Europe, pumping like, too, yeah. so you go to bed like at fucking four, and then you have to wake <laughs> up at ten because you're gonna pa- catch a fucking train at ele- at eleven. The first and time? then that happens every yeah, single dude. day for like fucking a month and shit, you know, like, and we'll have like maybe like yeah. one or two days off a week. You know, like remember, Max, I got, like, remember I got sick that one time? No, I get sick every like, time oh I go on tour. Every single time. Like you perform or when you're sick and no, everything. No, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to, you know, like people pay let, to see you. Let me ask you this. How do you deal with the diet thing? Because I know you're you're strict, that's healthy part of, eater. Yeah, and that's, that's part That's part of the health, the health, the negative side effects. Also, so do I you, eat horribly. Oh, you allow yourself to kind of eat. Uh, a little more junk food than usual or i mean i don't it's not that i allow myself it's that there's literally nothing open like in some parts of even the united states like there's not a lot of options like in yep. the midwest and the east yep. coast it's crazy like it's not like here like there's a del taco there's a mcdonald's there's a burger king there's an in and out there's a vegan restaurant you know like sometimes it's just like white castle and white castle i asked to add tomatoes and lettuce to the burgers and they don't have lettuce and tomatoes they oh. only have onions and i asked wow. for extra onions and they gave me like a little like half a teaspoon of onions <laughs> and i'm like what i'm trying to like eat some vegetables yeah. with this shitty yeah. food you know and they don't put vegetables like that's just an example like but like so i eat subway when i can french you know, fries are vegetables true <laughs> they're sad i try to stay away from, I try to stay away from those <laughs> All right. so do you have any like dietary restrictions that you set on yourself like what are your standards like I mean, somebody told me that you were a vegan, but I don't know. Are you a vegan? You're not a vegan. No, I'm not a vegan, but I've gone on and off with eating meat and like eating chicken, eating, not eating red meat, not eating fish, like for like, for like 10 years now. Like I'm always like back and forth. Like right now I'm only eating fish. I just, I, I, I was fucking up. I was eating meat for like three months. And so like a couple weeks, I think it's been two or three weeks now that I haven't eaten meat except for fish. But uh, yeah, I forgot. Let's talk about this because loud and lost. Lost hello. How much weight? 50 pounds. How, holy yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. How? And you look buff. Look at you, dog. <laughs> how I'm how like, and why? How and it. why? How and why? How and why? Because this is like. Try to get laid. I'm, at, I'm, get at, I'm with you. I'm, I'm at how much I weighed when I was like 18. And when I was 18, I started making beats and I didn't like literally do shit. So my health went to shit. So like the past year, two years, I like I just decided like, hey, I gotta get back in shape. Like I'm just gonna like, I just didn't feel good about myself. So then right. I wanted to be like how I was before, and like, so that's what I've been working on like that. So how did you do it? How did I do it? 
Damn, fucking. Take notes. Self discipline. Hold on, speak into my phone. Biggest yeah. thing. Yep, self discipline. Yeah, I was this. Yeah, I had to. I had to quit <laughs> cigarettes. I was smoking hella cigarettes, yeah. like packs. I was smoking packs a day, like, like back to back, and I had to quit cigarettes because I had to start running, and to run I couldn't. I couldn't smoke with cigarettes. Yeah. And You'll then, be out of breath in half yeah, a while. Yeah. So I had to do that, and then I started my diet. Started like not eating like yeah. crazy dog. Like, yeah, you gotta eat like, like when when you get served. Damn, my mic. Am I talking around the mic? Or you're no? good. Yeah. You're good. All right, like at like a restaurant, they serve you here. Like this is an example. Here in America, one serving of food is is huge here, but an, it's not an actual serving. Like I don't yeah, know it's if like I'm three or four. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like three, three or four. Or four yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like in Europe, they serve you one serving. Yeah. That's one thing I noticed yep. over there, too. Yeah. yeah, it's true. In Japan, too. Oh, my God. One serving. It's so tiny. And there's no That's obese people over obese. there. There's no obese people in Europe. That's like. not the only reason, but... <laughs> but they yeah. stink sometimes. <laughs> Damn. But any, anyways... anyways hold, on, hold on. Let me say this real quick. Real quick. This when I go to the like Chinese food spot <laughs> and they don't hook me up, I get pissed. But I don't eat the whole plate. Like, I, dude, eating a, a Chinese food plate, like... That's that's an accomplishment. It's a lot of fucking food. But they give when you I a fucking a lot of food. They give <laughs> you a ton of food. Saying. But then but then when they don't do it, I get mad. Like you, what are you trying to say? Yeah, like what the fuck, bro? Uh, better hook the chi- better fucking that orange chicken better be, you know what I'm saying? Like you get upset, but then you don't end up eating it anyways. I think it's kind of like a it's just used to the greed kind of thing, you know? I can't believe they have buffets. Like there's an epidemic of starvation in the world, and we have buffets. Like, no, you just crazy. go and overeat. You already know what this country is about with that BS. I'm just saying, it's weird. It's, it's a it's, weird. It's, it's just to have an epidemic of obesity and starvation in the same planet. Well, it's, you it's toured insane. in Texas. No, I'm actually going there for the first time. On oh, Thursday. that's right. You do. You have a show. Yeah. You're gonna see how hard it is in Texas to get anything without without fat, oh. without animal. I w- oh no! And I'm oh, and I'm a no. vegan, okay. Oh, you know you how are. hard it is. Oh, I was in God. San Antonio oh, and they looked at me weird. I oh, when you asked me that, yeah. I was at IHOP and I was like, <laughs> "Can I have some carrots you- wrapped in bacon?" Yeah, d- no, no, just carrots and bacon. At IHOP, I asked for steamed vegetables. Uh-huh. Steam what? Uh, dry Sausages? toast. Ribs? What are you saying? Uh, I don't understand. Plain Your hash words. browns and ketchup. Like Deep I had fried do, what? <laughs> my meal ended up being ten or fifteen dollars more than all of my family's just because I had to order separate things that oh. were according to my restrictions. So be be ready. Damn. But you know where you should go since you're going to Texas. My uncle has a restaurant called El Bucanero, and they make the bombest ceviche. They make the Ooh, best ceviche in that. San Antonio, according to their magazines. Oh, their and I'm going magazines. to San Antonio. It's sick. So go to San Antonio, go to El Bucanero. Okay, it's cool. fucking fire. El Bucanero. All right. Tell Loudon, us. so what would you give? Give me some advice. Right, obviously, I'm peak physical condition. You don't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about me. But I'm saying, maybe somebody out there feels a little bad oh, yeah. about themselves. Uh, maybe no, someone just, cries I, in the shower. Just, I don't know. Uh, not I just want to talk. I want to say something <laughs> to people listening right now. I was just thinking to myself, like, yeah. if you're trying to get uh, back into shape, if you're trying to be healthy, like, don't uh, listen to what anyone tells you. Don't be embarrassed about it. Like, it is what it is. Like, you're going to do it and you're going to feel good and fuck what everyone thinks, you know? Like, yeah. yep. if they're talking shit, then fuck them, you know? Like, how what are they to say about your health you know like you know like yeah 
They, yep. they ain't no one to say. Yeah. That's definitely but a anyways, thing. But anyways, anyways, yeah, I just wanted to say okay, that. Okay, no, no, it's it's a good thing because no, I'm I definitely agree. <laughs> no, I agree. There's a lot of peer pressure that happens, especially when you come from a Latino family. They're gonna look at you like you're fucking crazy when you say when nah, you want to eat healthy. Nah, <laughs> no. I, I can't yeah, eat that pozole. Yeah. Yes. No, I can't have those enchiladas today. Yeah. Uh, n- not too much sour cream, Grandma. Like they trip on you. Like, yeah, they oh, get mad. So you're not gonna have my tacos? It's almost disrespectful yeah. to yeah, be like, yeah. oh no, like no, but you know, you're only, you're only gonna eat one plate. You don't want you chorizo con huevos? <laughs> you don't want my chilaquiles today, Miguel? Are you okay? Oh my God, <laughs> Is something yeah. wrong? No, my grandma even lies to me and says there's no meat in the stuff. And <laughs> there's meat. Yeah. <laughs> I was so mad. It's happened a few times too. Yeah. <laughs> and you can taste it. Yeah, I'm like, I see it. I smell it. Like, <laughs> oh, man, man. All right. Uh, before we get into the next video, let's talk about a little bit what you got what you got going on. Okay. Let's talk about what are we what, what projects do we have coming up or what are you what are you keeping yourself busy with nowadays? Oh yeah. Gavlin. Yeah. yeah. yeah so me and Gavlin are gonna, are about to put in a bunch of work. You know, um we actually filmed and recorded a music video. I made a song and recorded a music video over the last uh, three days. Um, we did actually in three days. Yeah, we yeah, did the song and video in, in three days. Yeah, yeah Loudon produced it. And uh, yeah, it's really dope. Uh, we're, so we're dropping that. I think we're going to drop it on April 11th, right before we take off. Then her and I are having a show on April 8th at, at The Resident in Los Angeles. It's 21 plus. It's going to be uh, myself, Reverie, Gavlin, Loudon, Jilala, DJ Hoppa. Demrick, Blimes Brixton, Save Yourself, um, Val the Wonder. Uh, it's going to be a sick-ass show. I'm excited. Everybody come through, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, you can get ticket. Uh, ticketfly.com has the tickets. They're 10 bucks, And then at the door, it'll be 12 yeah. And you and Gavlin go way back. Yeah, I met Gavlin a few years ago. We've yeah. been building for a few years now. It's yeah. really dope to to progress with with dope with other strong females. You know, it's really dope. Yeah. Bell too and Blimey, like all of us, like yeah, and like DJ Lala, like yeah. all of us have been in. I mean, everybody that I named right now and all of us here, like we're all kind of in the same. We are all in the same circle, you know, like mm-hmm. in one way or another. So we're all you know constantly growing together, and it's a beautiful thing. It's, yeah. it's really cool. And, and I we, we need you, more of that. We need more of artists too. growing with other artists and yes, yes. not wanting all to be the main attraction. Which yeah. and, and we'll get into it, but what I'm saying is, OC hip hop can't get over that. Like, there's no, they don't want to develop together. A lot of hip hop can't get over that. They, they yeah. but LA goes on tour together all the time. They they build with each other all the time. OC hip hop can't get that out of their heads, and I'm saying that as an OC head. But they I can't understand of, it. They don't. They all want to be the main attraction. I know a lot of people in LA that don't want to network with other people. Yeah. Though. Mm-hmm. There's a For lot sure, of people like I, I won't say yeah. names, but like there's a hell of people like that, yeah. which is cool too. Like I respect that. Like I, on the other hand, like yeah. I, I, if I feel that because I've been cool with people and show people love, and then they fucking straight did me dirty, and then I'm like, man, fuck that. Like I'm not gonna fucking look out for anybody anymore, you know? Because I get sour like that. You put in work with somebody, and then they could just turn around, and slap you in the face. But I also have like a, a my mind is strong enough to know that not everybody's like that, and that's yeah. foolish to let that person ruin everything for everybody else and myself because it's yeah. important to network, you know. Mm-hmm. But I do understand how some people are like that, you know. That's usually the people that that are like that. I found I have found over time that it's because they just got done dirty so many times and and they just gave up, you know. So I respect that too. Like I don't want to tell anybody what to do or anything like that. But I don't mind sharing the limelight. There's enough to go around for everybody. Yeah, everybody you guys are paid. all different products. <laughs> exactly. Both and ganar. And I and I noticed that you also don't just uh, network and 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 create communities with like you know music artists. You go on to visual artists. Like 
Tell us about your artwork that you're displaying today on your pants. Yeah, I'm rocking sand, sand wonder, her leggings. She gave me these leggings. They're really dope. And I'm rocking your shirt, too. Oh, the but, black on black. Yeah. Nice. Shout out. What, what? How did you get that? Um, I don't know. You doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> I put it under <laughs> your pillow. <laughs> uh, so my wife wanted to be here. So she sent yeah, her Yeah, I was sad that she wasn't here. Yeah, she's like, I want to go. I'm like, well, come. But she has, she's really working herself into church a lot. Yeah. And I'm all oh, for that. Okay, cool. So she's singing now and she and she's uh, really developing there. So Dope. shout out to her. She wanted me to make sure I told you. Wait, no, but I really have your shirt on. You can't see it? You, uh, uh, it's, 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 I didn't it's notice that. It's yeah. underneath. It's because I, I thought it was going to be like hotter oh, wait, in here, wait, but I'm kind of Do you have cold. something else on top of it? Yeah. Oh, you do? Look, look. Oh, man. Oh, there you go. Oh, I thought That's it was a black on black one. Yeah, I thought it was a black on black. You shot me a black on black one. The reason I asked why how you got it was because the black and black were like No, but it looks fresh like that. I dig it. Maybe it's not mine. All right, so we're going to go into a... And I've told you this before. This is my favorite Reverie song. I don't know why. To first the beat plays to it, uh, and then the video is amazing. The lyricism is incredible. I love Which it. Which one? On the road. Oh, thank you. Sick. That's your favorite. Sick. That's cool. it. Really is. It really is. Just because, thank like you. Spock beats. Sh yeah. Yeah. Spock. Spock. Yeah. Hell yeah. That and, but I'm not, not, you know, not to take anything away from from Loudon, who's nah, done a majority no, of stuff. Yeah. I mean, Palm Trees is amazing. All these other tracks are incredible. But that one's this, sick though. That song is dope. It, it, that song is I, sick. I, I don't you. you probably don't remember, but I've told like the I think it's the second verse. Like word by word really breaks down what it's like to be an artist. Cause, it, cause she's like, you know, you she's like, you're talking about like how, what the pressure you gotta deal with and the things you gotta put up with, yeah. and you still wanna give love, but it's hard and people didn't like you before, and now they all wanna yeah. be on you. Like, yeah. it's, it's really difficult. And, and so the little tiny bit of success that I've gotten has gotten me to lose friends. Yeah. Just because they think I think I'm better than them. Oh which, my God. Which is like, dude, I'm like, <laughs> bro, like, you know how. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's. Everyone who has ever told me that has never really been my friend. Okay. You know, probably only it. one person said that, but it, it was like just because they were trying to throw shots at me. It was not because they really felt like that. Right, they don't tell you. They they think that, and then they just back away from you. Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I'm saying? Some they don't ever go like you too. think. You, they just assume that, and then they just live their lives, and they because. Well, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah, hard. For sure. It's hard to be. It's sad. It's like, dude, I'm fucking. I'm just struggling like you are, bro. Yeah, like, I'm just they don't to make even it. realize like what's good. Like they don't yeah. even realize. Like I think you. Just, just knowing that you come back on from being on tour and you're fucking broke, you're still living like with your parents. Like this is the reality of so many rap artists, so many musicians. Yeah. Like you still qualify for food stamps, homie, and you're fucking famous. <laughs> like that shit's <laughs> fucked yeah. up, you know. Like, and it's it's a humanity that I like that you express in your lyrics because yeah. not everybody's gonna be able to do that. Like especially yeah. in the light of all these young money songs and stuff that yeah. are just all about flaunting wealth like yeah where's the realism like yeah for sure but i'm also proud to say that i'm not on food stamps anymore <laughs> and i finally have my own spot EBT now, so so it's, it's cool I'm, I'm i'm barely there you know yeah. but but it's cool it's coming but so we're gonna play but yeah I, uh, I on the road yeah <laughs> I feel like Girl, i've been be there i've been on enough food stamps for the, like shit for like the past, past few it's years. tough it's tough having no, to deal with stuff then i know what it's your like friends too. assuming yeah. <laughs> assuming is the Everyone worst thing is. you can do in any situation yeah yeah like yo dude I, you know how busy I, like I, I really like i wish i want to kick it with you too like i really want to right but you know why are you not busy how come 
I'm the one that's, you know, you should be busy too. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you waiting around for me for? Like, get to it. Get well, to work. Well, it's just staying committed to the dream. Like, how the hell else are you going to be able to rise up if you don't work for yourself? Like, they got us fucked up if they think that we're just going to continue working for them, you know? But, but, yep. but listen to this track and tell me what you think, uh, Rain. You. I don't know if you've heard or not. And then we'll come back and we'll do a little bit of news. And then we'll get more into Rev and Ladder when we come back. So, okay. uh, Reverie, uh, produced by Spock Beats. Spock Beats. On yes. the road again. And it's Jax on the, road on the video. No, huh? Jax did the video for Very Friends. Very dope. Very dope. <laughs>
the show. Yo. Brain Bazoo's taking a dump. She'll be, <laughs> she'll be right with us. <laughs> oh my god. Uh no. <laughs> loud and beats and, and reverie. <laughs> she'll see it. Uh loud and beats and reverie yeah. is he, are here with us. Uh so uh what were, oh, what were you saying? You wanted to say something that you thought was was important to say. Oh man, you gotta remind me. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm, I've been smoking, you know. Food stamps, EBT cards, what are we talking about? No. Uh you said uh that uh about oh keep staying busy. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about how people are people think people look down on people who work for themselves because not all people but some people because they're so used to having that nine to five mentality. And I don't know, I was just I was just thinking about that. Like because they see just, it as a risk that you don't need to take. And it's almost selfish for you to try something different. You I, I know? feel like they've been like programmed to think like that. And they're just not open-minded or something to the fact that you don't have to have a 9 to 5. Like, it's cool that you're not having a 9 to 5. You, it's, it's all right that you're working 24 hours a day. Like, that's just part of the struggle. Like, you got to just keep working and working and working even if you yep. can't go out like yep. if you're broke and you're on food stamps like you just got to keep working figuring out new ways to come up make money do what you want to do by yourself and not depend on anybody else because they're they're on their own mission too to to be successful too i don't yeah. know that's i was just thinking about that right now yep. no it's yeah. true right uh yep. the nine to five is good like it teaches you yeah, to, to like be I, on I'm time not, and the yeah, checks coming in on a regular basis. That feels good. It's stuff, but it's you know, stability. it also feels good to build something out of nothing, right? Yeah. So loud and reverie, me. Every every artist build a character or build uh, a name for themselves out yeah. of nothing. You yeah. you weren't anyone ten years ago, whatever. Whenever you started, no one knew you. Yeah. And now they know you because you put the effort in. But this time, that's really satisfying. At the end of the day, to be like. Man, I, I'm I'm doing this stuff. I'm sure there's times where you're flying, you're like, yeah, Europe, that's crazy. I can't believe I'm actually performing here, or Brazil, yeah. like it's insane. Yeah. You know, your little kid inside you goes, holy shit. You see? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can't imagine moment. the first time you got the book and hey, well, Europe. It must have been like, oh fuck, yeah. I mean, that's cool, right? How did you? How do you remember that? Do you remember the first time? I mean, yeah, but but you have to understand that I've been told by hell of people over the years that they were going to bring me to, to Europe or to Japan or to Mexico. Yeah, or to this Texas. goes to where I said don't depend on anybody. But Yeah, yeah. like I know, I've gotten my hopes up so many times over the years. Like now I don't get my hopes up on anything until I get a fucking deposit. Yeah. Like, or else yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm not scheduling it. I'm not going to save the date. I'm not going to fucking promote it. I'm not going to like even talk about it. You know, like, but back then I didn't know that, you know, like I was just like so, so naive to, to the bullshitters, you know, and, and, uh, I don't know, like I, I do remember when I, when I, when I, when I hooked up with Rita, Rita G Bookings, she's the one that brings me out there. Basically, uh, it was, a uh, I had seen when Gavin went to Europe for the first time, I had seen Rita's logo on the flyer. And like around that time, like people were asking me. I mean, like, not around that time, like, but for the past few years, like, people were asking me when I was going to come to Europe, you know, and it was getting more and more every year, like, you know, like, and, and I was like, oh, like, I'm never going to go to Europe. Like, how the fuck am I going to go to Europe? You know, like, I was like, one day, <laughs> you know, right back to my family. I was like, one day, you know, I'll yeah. try, 
but I thought I was never going to go. And so I saw Rita G bookings on the bottom of the flyer, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit up this promoter, like, just show them my music and tell them that I always have people asking me when I'm going to go to Europe. Fuck it. I might as well just try it. And I did. And she wrote back to me, and she was like, I'm so glad you you hit me up because I actually really like your music, and I was going to hit you up, but I just haven't had time. So now that you're hitting me up, like, hey, what's good, you know? And then we exchanged emails for six months, and, and then I was there with Loudon. And it was just like fucking magic. Like we landed. Yeah, shout in. out to Rita G. Yeah, shout out to Rita the G, man. Like we Rita heard her name Rita G. G Bookings, but we call her Rita the G. Rita she's the a G. G. She's a gangster she's, for yeah. sure. <laughs> That's my homegirl right there. Um, but yeah, so then we were there, and and every time is is just as fucking for me is just as magical as the last. Like I never like I'm never gonna get get used to being there. Like like to the point where it's gonna like not be like intriguing to me and like interesting but but then again that's how i live my life in general you know like even every day in la like i'm here living living it but every day is so different and so dope you know like i guess i kind of experience that everywhere i go and being in another continent doing that is a really 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 nice thing it's dope i like that i'm with that one day me and rain i'm gonna take week to flock up on the road fuck yeah right i'm ready let's do it fuck yeah okay we'll get some we'll we'll hook up with read of the g and we'll make, we'll I'm make it I'm down with the read of the G. Follow situation. the tour. There you go. We'll put just on a stalker <laughs> so shit. so much fun. <laughs> Ray, you got a couple of news stories for us. Yeah, man. I mean, you haven't performed in Brussels, have you? Yeah. Well, did you hear about the terrorist attacks that happened in Brussels this morning? Um, what? No. Yeah. So oh, there was like yeah. some terrorist oh. bombings that happened. Oh, um, no. Airplanes, airports. It was really, really bad. Let's um, look at some of the coverage that happened. Um, so everybody Damn. was having pretty much moments of silence during these bombings, very similar to what happened in Paris. And it's just a shame. So let me just give you guys just the quick scoop on that. So let's see, just so that we can get our fact checking correct. So um, two blasts early on the, this morning. Um, in the airports, uh, the third ip- explosion was in the metro system, so the metro system was closed. Uh, three, 34 killed and 200 plus injured at the Belgian capital. So these were attacks in the capital, separate from the bombings. Um, there was a nail bomb, an ISIL flag, and chemicals found in the Brussels raid. And they already have some people that are suspects that have been, you know, captured. Um, wow. So yeah, it's like. Is anyone taking responsibility for him? So far, let's see. Apparently, it's because of ISIL. It's an Islamist state that's supposedly the one that's doing these attacks. And there's going to be more updates on it tonight. So this just happened. Damn, that's really fucked up, man. Yeah, that's really sad. So and I'm really sorry about that to everybody who lost somebody today and everybody injured. That's that's really sad. My sympathies goes out to you guys. Yeah, it's it's really fucked up. Like th- we've got some systematic terrorism happening right now. You know, it happened in Paris. It's happening in Brussels. People are, you know, we're living in a nation of terror all of a sudden because of these things that are happening outside of the country. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous about going over there now, to be honest. Well, just you know, be but careful. Fuck it. Go At with God. Yeah. But I mean, the the more fucked up thing is that you know. In the meantime, you know, Obama decides to go watch a major league baseball game with Castro in Cuba. 
while this is happening. Like he didn't know though. Like yeah, he knew. He knew what? He knew. No. They had a moment of silence for the people At that the died. Yeah, so before the game, the game was started. Beforehand. Yeah, and I mean, some people are. It's like, not your country, so. Yeah, you know. What some, are you gonna do? Like exactly, some people are like really upset about that. Like, oh, you know, like he didn't show respect. Like, how could he just be watching a game with Castro? Like nothing's happening. But at the same time, like I feel like you know, we we can't let terrorists or we can't let people that are trying to frighten us believe that we're going to stop our lives. Like we have to keep going. We do the best that we can. I don't know if that's what Obama was trying to show, but that's what was happening simultaneously. And so it just, you know, it, it really sucks because but that's, that's what they want. They want you to stay in your house, live in fear of them. Exactly. Right? So the best thing to do is go out there and be like, fuck you. You're not keeping me inside. Like I got a life to live. You're not going to, keep me inside because I'm scared of you like you know that's what you have to do to this kind of response yeah and then yes of course go after them go and see who did it and make sure they pay for it but if you live your life in fear of them that's what they want they want to terrorize you that's why they're terrorists right it's crazy yeah do the opposite pretty trippy give me another story what do you got well um so you guys already know about like all of the opiates that are out with big pharma and how for many years people have been, you know, showing symptoms of addiction. There's been yeah. tons mm-hmm. and tons of overdoses yeah. because people are using painkillers. So the FDA decides to respond by putting warning labels on their fucking products. Like, how is that even going to fucking help? Like I, I just, there's a lot of people that are retaliating against that particular, like approach. they didn't have warning labels on them before. No, Oh my god! They didn't have warning labels. Shouldn't on them that before. be like day one shit? Like, hey, don't take too many of these. Well, I think it's because they, they <laughs> you know didn't, what I'm saying? Like, they didn't yeah. want to confront the issue. Oh, they didn't want to admit that they were the bad same for- thing with cigarette smoking and alcohol use. Back in the fifties, women were drinking cocktails and six, seven months pregnant, smoking cigarettes and watching TV, having cocktails and pregnant as fuck. So you know, like. It's ignorance and and it's it's a step in the right direction, but I think it's only a dent to what we really need to do to address the issue because it seriously is a problem that we're having people that are overdosing because they're going from painkillers to full on heroin. You yeah. know what they're doing now? You know how most some well some people will crush up the pill and like do it in a line. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, they're doing course. it to where you the pills won't crumble. Oh. Like they'll they'll just be solid rock still. Like yeah. you'll, you'll crush them, but they won't give you. They won't break into powder. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get it. You're the pharmacist, but at the end of the day, don't Sounds fucking so crush up pills, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like what what is happening? Control. I, I can't. If I put out water, I can't stop Loudon from beating a fool with a bottle, right? I can only make the water and expect you to use it properly, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How much yeah. can I really do? How much more responsible am I besides putting my label on it, what it holds, and I use an adult expecting not to beat the shit out of someone with a bottle, right? <laughs> no? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. You can only do so much for these people. And yes, it's an issue. Yes, it's a problem. But I mean, you, you have to trust the adults that are purchasing these things, right? Like, mm, what I can mean, you do as, a, as the people that make it? How much responsibility do you really have over it? Well, yeah, of course. There's self-responsibility, and then there's also structural integrity and responsibility, and I, I don't feel like it's in balance what at do you, What do you want them to do, Ray? You want them to feed them to you personally? Like, no. You Here's 20 of them. Okay. Don't, they, they give you the right amount. They go, okay, you should only take these for the next month. 
Okay, if you lie and cheat to get more, what can they do? Like, what, what more? What I'm saying is we have to stop blaming the large companies. Yeah. And hey, stop fucking snorting pills, bro. Really. Yeah, like but control, it, self-control. The diet. Stop eating McDonald's. McDonald's can only make the burgers. It's up to you if you eat fucking 14 of them because you're super stoned. But this is the problem, okay? <laughs> We've got these painkillers that are addictive. So people are going to look for them more. And either way, Big Pharma is going to win. We've got these people that have really, really bad diseases. So they depend on these medicines and, and, and you know, painkillers. So Big Pharma is going to win. We've got people that have terrible ass diets. We're the most obese nation in the world. Yep. And most of our food is in par partnership with corporations that work with Big Pharma. So Big Pharma's winning. So yeah. if we're talking about personal responsibility in the face of structures that are setting us up to fail, just like the fucking prison system, just like the school system, yeah, I'm going to get fucking pissed off about the fact that they're just putting warning labels on opiates because this is exactly what got all the shell-shocked people in World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam to come over from their wars and to be addicted and to have PTSD. I'm all for it. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's the people that buy them that are solely responsible for how it's used because you could buy them and throw them away and never use them. I yeah. think it's one of those subjects that you can definitely see both sides. I definitely agree yeah. with both of what you guys are saying. Like, yeah, addiction it, strong. Just a, it, like, addiction could be strong. I totally feel both of you guys. Like, it's just yeah. a matter of opinion at this point. Like, I, I understand both of you guys' viewpoints. No, and, and like, I, and I because I subject. understand what you're saying, yeah. like, yeah, they should do more. They, yes, but ultimately, at the very, very, very end of the day, it's all up to how you choose to use the weapon. The consumer... Is, is that's it? It's that's all about ultimate. the powers to the consumer. Same thing with that's guns. The, it's the person's job to make the guns. I make guns for hunting and stuff. If you want to go shoot up a school, blow up a building, that's your decision. Me, my job is to make weapons because you want it. Everyone needs it. So here it is. It's up to you. But I want you to read to me the one you sent me on a text so we can end oh on a lighter note. My God. Wait till you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay all right here we go this and read it word by word please because this has to break down i gotta hear it all right so this is what this girl looks like okay she looks like a like a blonde kylie jenner with those isabella eyebrows you feel me isabella uh, oh yeah it's like a brand of eyebrow you shouldn't this is why you shouldn't drink coffee before a date okay so here we go all right so this broad decides to post this about how you're not supposed to drink coffee before a date she goes what i have a story to tell it is about my poop uh-huh. So yesterday, I went on a date with a man who asked me out in the grocery store the other day. All was going well. I went back to his place. I am a confident, calm, and self-assured woman, so I felt comfortable pooping in his bathroom. This was a mistake. His toilet did not flush. <laughs> Wait, girls poop? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. His toilet Wait, didn't flush. You're blowing no. my mind right now. Hold I had on, no idea. On. So, of no. course. No, I knew. Okay. Like any calm, confident, self-assured woman, I panicked and oh, fuck no. flushed it a million times, oh making my, everything worse. Oh my god! Oh By this point, god. I was really frantic because I'd been there for too long. Oh, there was only one shit. single piece of poop, so in that moment, something came over me, and I knew exactly what I had to do. What did she do? I Holy got toilet shit. paper and I removed the one poop from the toilet. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Once that was done, I realized I didn't have a plan. 
what do I do with it now? I can't fucking leave it there. By this point, I was really freaking out because I definitely been in there too long. So again, making another oh, horrible man. decision, I did the only thing I could think to do. <gasps> I wrapped it in multiple layers of toilet paper and put it in my purse. What? <laughs> All right, so now what? Wait, this is like a joke. <laughs> no, this is or real like life. you were determining if it's a joke or no. This is real life. <laughs> All right, so now what? We're sitting there on his couch <laughs> and kissing, and all I can think of is the piece of poop in my purse. Him, you're so beautiful. The moment you smiled at me, you had me. Me. Oh That's really sweet. <laughs> me in my head. I have a piece of poop in my purse. Oh, my God. I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I know that pain. Yeah. Oh, my God. So then she sends screenshot messages. To some homegirl, right? She's like, I'm sitting in his house with a piece of my poop in my purse. Keela, Keela, what is happening? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm afraid it's going to smell or fall out. Oh, my God. So she's like, at this point, I text my sister for advice. And then she's like, um, you know, trying to figure out what's going to happen. Is there a window? Like, can you throw it out somewhere? Uh -huh. Is there only one bathroom? Yeah. yeah. So after a few hours, he used the washroom, and I heard it flush. I figured he fixed it. Maybe not, but I have to take a chance. I have to try to flush the poop. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I brought my purse up to the washroom, unwrapped the poop, prayed to every god <laughs> I know, put it in, and flushed. By the grace of God, it worked. The poop oh flushed. I was free. I was in the clear. Everything was going to be okay. I survived. I am a survivor. Oh, my God. So funny. <laughs> so that's my story. Yeah. A man sat there telling me I'm the most amazing woman he's ever met, not knowing 10 feet away <laughs> in my purse was my poop. That oh I fished out of his toilet. This is very embarrassing for me. But seriously, don't drink coffee before a date. It's better to be sleepy than to hide poop in your purse. Life. Oh, my God. And she's like, wow, all of the hard work I put into being a hot girl is tarnished by one teeny tiny poop story. Now I'm just the poop girl. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, my God. I was dying. That's wow. good. That was a good one. Wow. Because that shit for real happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless at this point. What is no, happening? You, this is exactly why women have the home front advantage. Like, girls don't poop. Like, you can't. Yeah, I, I didn't know that till right now. I, I always <laughs> just thought girls did. Just... You know what? When I was in high school, my oh, my brother, yeah. God, God rest him, his soul, you know, he used to hit up my mom. Mom, I got to take a shit. You need to pick me up from school because I'm <laughs> not going to do it here. I swear to God, yeah, okay? Oh, my God. He, that's what he would do because it's yeah. just like you can't just be comfortable with those kind of things everywhere. Like, I don't know how you do it when you're in a foreign country because when I was in Japan. Oh, and the toilets we are all weird, right? Aren't the toilets all weird? Yeah, in Japan, you you yeah. got like, yeah, you're doing the squat. like <laughs> <laughs> No, and then it's even yeah. weirder. Because if you don't have the squatting toilets, because you're at the train station, and they give you these little, these little, like, like the little pegs, right? You know what I'm talking about? When you're like riding on the handlebars of somebody's like... Yeah, pegs. Uh -huh. So they have these little pegs for you to hold on to when you're at the Ew, train station. Everyone's fucking... And you're just squatting like this, you know? Oh. All right. So they got that in the train no, 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 station. No, 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 hold on. Hold on. But then... Right. Right. But then <laughs> they got the Western toilets and they have bidets in them and they have baby powder uh, and they have buttons to cover the sounds. It's just a whole different world. Like you, you push them and it does some a different sound? Yeah, so that you know you can be discreet. Wow. That's Japan for you, man. That is amazing. To That's me. crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Tokyo. Where, 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 You'll where, be there where, one day. Where, where, Hell yeah. where are you where are the handles for you to like 
It's not a hog. Like, how are you? Well, they got feet for you. You know, you, it shows you where you where you put your feet. Yeah. And then there's a hole in the ground. Yeah. And then you hold on to the little handles so that you don't fall over as you squat. And then you just go. Asians are weird, man. I'll say it again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's up with Japan or... What, no, but Japan is bad as fuck. Like, and they have a great hip-hop community. Yeah, no, I want to go there so No, 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 no. Y'all going to get off poop that easy. That is an amazing, that is an amazing technology. No, it's so cool. And they have, they have right. seat warmers. <laughs> right. You sit down and, the they, and they have bidets. Yeah, you can get your whole shit cleaned up real good. People complain about <laughs> cold toilet seats. People love the toilet oh They're warm over there. Let me say this. The, the worst, what's worse than a cold toilet seat is like a warm toilet seat. Like, you don't want to know something uh, when you're sitting there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's cold. It's right? But then you go, you, you go, you use it, and you're like, oh, man, that uh, sucks. I know. Uh, that is I don't uh, even like seats like that. When seats are warm, I sit in somebody's seat. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah there you it's go. too why? intimate for you. It's yeah, too much. It's like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> should I let it cool down? I don't know why. Well, well, we're not gonna, we're not gonna beat, we're not gonna beat the poop story. Oh, I think that that was a, that was a winner. That it is an so ama- cool. yeah. it, it was a you rain. No, it wasn't was me. Was it you? But you know, I'm trying to like reach back into the far recesses of my memory. Like, what could have happened to me that was in a similar fashion? All I can think of is just that maybe is... the maybe the toilet overflowing. No, that was my home girl. Yeah, we took her home real drunk one time, oh, and I come. Yeah, we I, we go to sleep and we wake up, and I was just like, what that's happened, happened to me once. That, that, that <laughs> like toilet that. overflowing thing. Where where was I? I went and I used the toilet, and and it was number one, and. I f- and it, and then the worst feeling and I don't get people that went through the Holocaust have no idea. Okay, this is worse. That you know what's the worst fucking. Oh feeling? my god, are you back with the Jews again? Listen, every episode. Listen. <laughs> the, I don't care. The worst feeling in the world is when you flush the toilet and the water comes up. Oh. You're just like, <laughs> how far up is it gonna go? Yeah, and, and then you're like, there. you're like, no, 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 no. It's just like. <laughs> And you're like ah, oh. and then you're like it, it you're, always stops like yeah close yeah yeah oh and then you're an idiot when you're about to panic uh, yeah. or when, when you're already panicked. when you're ready yeah. to get a yeah. towel and you're an idiot you're like, you're like, an idiot. Plunger. You're yeah, like wait yes. thinking of the, the game plan if I flush it again do maybe now? it'll go down this time everyone oh you don't, so you flush it this time <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> you're like ah. Oh. I was at a friend's house I remember it and I'm like I'm like yo I I don't know what to say toilet's broken. And they're like, hey. and like, no, I'm fucking serious. There's water. They're like, what? And they go and like, I get towels. And it was this big fucking ordeal. Oh my I god, that happened. That happened to me and my friends one time. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst when you're a girl and that kind of thing happens. No. What? So if you ever get stuck, this is for everyone. If you ever get stuck with a broken toilet, all you gotta do is go to the back of the toilet, take off the cover, and pull the chain, and you'll be straight. Sometimes. <laughs> Because I've been in that situation and I did that and it didn't work. It didn't work. Yes, and I was like, no. Like, what am I going to do now? Oh, my God. I swear. Because I usually do do that. Do you know what an upper decker is? Trick, yeah, I've seen it. You know what? You've seen upper deckers? Do you know what an upper decker is? Yeah. You see? I know you're Oh, about. I know very well what it is, sir. Yeah. You're awful. You know, uh, you has no idea. Do you want to know? No, don't tell her. Yeah. Okay. No. It's when uh, you okay. You know how you're saying that. What's the double decker? Upper decker. Upper decker. decker. An upper okay. decker. It's when oh, there's a no. toilet that has a tank, like she's saying that you take the lid off and you know it has a chain of the little ball uh-huh. in it. You know, is when you shit in there instead, uh-huh. <laughs> or you pee in there. So then the next time that they flush it, just 
Oh, that's so nasty. That's You're disgusting, concept. Oh, shit. Only that's on Wake the Fuck Up.net. That's the only place you'll get to hear. So, you know. This. Yeah, there's some sick people. <laughs> I don't know how we went from the just poop. like. Oh, well, the, the poop, poop story. Poop. We invited this okay. to happen. Well, poor hot girl. Oh. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, Reverie and Loudon, that's thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. Thank you. So, uh, I apologize for the poop story, but... No, it's all good. <laughs> no, we like to talk about everything, man. That's what's up. <laughs> Life is uh, crazy. Let's close it up. You got the tour with Gavlin coming up. Yes, we're going uh -huh. to Europe. We're going to Europe on April 12th. We leave on my birthday. Woo! Uh-huh. And then... Uh, the show on April 8th, right? The show on April... Yeah, yeah. The, but we leave to Europe on, on the on the 12th. And then we're going... Let me shout out all these countries. Give me one second. And then we're going to France. Germany, Switzerland, Austria, the Czech Republic. So we're going to be there. All, Living all the dream. There. Living the dream. Hell yeah. And then uh, also we're having, no, you're actually on April 8th. I already said that in Los Angeles. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to be dropping a lot of singles. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. But what about your big show in May? The tickets just went on sale earlier last week. Oh yeah, I'm uh, performing at uh, Soundset Festival this year. You yeah. are? Yep. Uh -huh. What? Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> That's awesome. Isn't Thank it great? You. How did how did that you feel incredible. just like seeing yourself on that line of like damn? Like even uh, I was like <gasps> Yeah, my my breath was taken away. And uh well you that's what that? I felt like when, when they contacted that. Nah, when they contacted me about about playing it, I was like, Oh shit, like I didn't I didn't get too excited because I wanted to make sure it was real, you know? <laughs> No, because yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, I get yeah. so much bullshit emails. Like, you would not believe it. And some people are good at faking the funk, you know, like, very few. But sometimes you can still get tricked, you know, like. And so then, like, when everything, like, was was set and shit, like, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, it was like a dream. Yeah, like, one of my dreams. Came well, through, you've like, had Atmosphere was a dream. Uh, tweet about you. Remember that? Yeah, shout out to, to Slug and, and, and I'm excited yeah. to meet them. I'm very excited to meet them. And uh, perform. I'm honored to be a part of of their fucking their sh their fucking festival. We didn't start like, a hashtag wow. rev. We did like like a, a rev on uh, uh, rhyme sayers. You got a hashtag going for you. That would what, be dope. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be dope. Right? They're they're fucking sick, man. Right. And yeah, it's it's atmosphere. ASAP Rocky, future, the roots, common. Like it's gonna be dope as fuck. Yeah, I'm very J Rock, excited. Post Malone, Rory, Merson Ninth One. Like this is just such a sick ass lineup that you're gonna be a part of. Like, I am excited for you, homegirl. All right, yeah, anything else, you. Rev, before we take off? Um, just uh, shout out to all the fans and all my supporters. It's been a few years now, you know, that I've been doing this shit, and I just really appreciate the continued support. And uh, thank you guys for supporting me too. Like, yeah, you know, like, I appreciate it. Um, it was a great interview. Shout out to Loudon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you guys. Hey, Loudon, you got anything for us? You can buy Loudon's beats. You can check out his beats on the SoundCloud, right? Yeah, I got SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud Loudon beats, and I put up beats there. I just put up a. I've been putting up some free ones up lately. Some Euro-influenced free ones, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Definitely. And um, yeah, just yeah. Thanks for everyone like that's been supporting us the past years. It's been a while, you know. Yeah, yep. deserve it. And, uh, yeah, thank you, thank it's you. It's been a it's been a fun ride with my sister and everyone else that's been on the come up with us from the start. Yep. And uh, yeah, shout Beautiful out to thing. wake the flock up. Thank you. Yep. Wake the flock up. Reverie, yeah. Loudon, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank, thank you, guys, you. for sitting in the audience. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Good, good luck with your hair. 
Uh, <laughs> X, thank you for, for sticking around. Draxo for the B-Side Show, brainbazoo.com. Check that out. Thank you. Uh, for the B-Side Show, for Beverly, for Loudon, for real hip-hop everywhere. Hey. This is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us. Wake the flock up. up. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.